welcome to Newscast Episode 8. Um, I'm your, your host for this week, Neil Ronahan, and with me, as always, are, um, you know, the usual host, Andy Gergen. What is up? And everyone's favorite staff paleontologist, Zachary Miller. Hi, everybody! It's-a me, a Mario. <laughs> or Dr. Nick. It's a me, a Velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we're here, uh, this is actually, well, for me, it is now New Year's Eve, as I'm on the East Coast, and I guess I'm in the future, so, how's, uh... Neil, did I get my like, job? I don't know yet, <laughs> G- Give it a couple hours, mm-hmm, I don't know, what's mm-hmm. the interview, like 10 a.m.? I can, I can tell yep, you in like 9 exactly hours right. or something. <laughs> Email me in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wake you up at 6 in the morning, be like, dude, you got it! Sweet! <laughs> nice. But anyway, uh, yeah, this is the last show of 2009. Uh, we managed to get eight newscast episodes in about half a year, which <laughs> is probably a failure on my own part. But regardless, it's, I think we're going strong now. It's some we've had sort some of holiday record. hiccups, but we've been yeah. we've been every other week solid for about two months. I think we're I think we're doing all right now. I think yeah, we're, we're on yeah. the right track. And I, and I think I mean really this this was the time where it got a little screwy just because holidays and everything, and we triumphed through it and. Then we'll all go back to our jobs. And we had one on. week that was delayed, but if we hadn't delayed that week, we'd be trying to record around Christmas, so it worked out. Yep. Yeah. Holidays are crazy, yo. But what we're going to do with this episode is, uh, it's not really, there's not that much news that's been going on. It's, you know, the end of the year, uh, pretty much hanging around, not even games are really coming out that much. So we're just going to start off by talking about the weekly downloads and the, well, there's no new releases, so we're not really going to mention that. Then we'll yeah. go into what you're reviewing. Where I believe uh, Zach will regale us with tales of Castlevania, Holla! and uh, I'll be talking about Crystal Bears, and Andy will be talking about Silent Hill, and then uh, for the end of that, we will be talking about 2010, and uh, you know the games that are coming out there, and what we're excited for, and stuff like that. So, without further ado, let's go into the weekly downloads, which uh, for the past two weeks, this is I guess the the Christmas ones, as it was the week before Christmas and the week after it, and uh, that the big hitters, the big hitters, definitely Castlevania: The Adventure Rebirth, which finally came out last last weekly release, last Nintendo download of the year. Yep. We get Castlevania: The Adventure Rebirth, excellent, which Zach will talk about later. Yes, um, I'd say the other two big WiiWare games are Eco Shooter Planet Five Thirty, which is developed by Intelligent Systems, and it's a uh, it's a first-person shooter, but from what I know about it is that it's got this kind of weird setup in that you're like some guy who works at a like a you know plant 530, and the canoids are attacking, so you have to shoot cans, which almost seems like a, a, what is it Hogan's Alley, like a Hogan's Alley reference? Yeah. And apparently you get you get bonus combos for keeping the cans in the air, which makes me think of that even more. But supposedly yeah. it's a pretty cool game. I think it's only single player. But I mean, I don't know. Have you guys heard anything about this? This is Almost. the first I'm hearing of it. It sounds hilarious. Yeah, it's it's one that I've been tempted to pick up, but right now there's like three or four WiiWare games that I'm interested in that are about a thousand points each. So well, I got four thousand points for Christmas, so I may have to pick this one up. Damn. Yeah, I mean it's it's intelligent systems and they're they're good people. It's not going to yeah, be a dumb um, game, that's for sure. Yeah, and um, the the other one is uh by Game Arts, uh, the Magic Obelisk, which uh came out in Japan as Shadow Walker a couple months ago, and it's 
now out in North America. Um, Game Arts, as you all know, they worked on Grandia 1 and 2, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Smash Up. And I actually downloaded the Magic Obelisk a few hours ago, and I put about an hour or two into it. And basically what it is, it's uh, you um, you have the Wii Remote on its side, and you control this, like, uh, this sprite or something that has to um, basically use different obelisks to have light filter, or basically use them to form shadows as your guy, like, shines, shines light on it or something. You're, you're kind of, you're creating, you're, like, creating paths for a thing to walk yes, on, aren't you? Yes, because the, the, whole, the whole conceit is that there's a tree spirit that's looking for the perfect spot to, you know, plant himself in, and the whole thing is, is that tree spirits, in the shade, they don't sprout, but once they get into the sun, then they turn into a tree, and then they plant there. Okay. So you're guiding this guy, you're guiding this tree spirit um, to, you know, his his home, or what he wants to be his home. And of course he's a rascal, so <laughs> that's always fun. But it's a pretty cool game, there's there's some fun puzzles. It's So far I haven't really gotten into anything too complex, but I feel like the game's still kind of setting itself up. It's, you know, slowly introducing new mechanics. Like they have, um, there's like a, a heated tower, like a heated obelisk that will have like a warmer a warmer shadow and that'll like sprout another tree if you get it to hit there. Or there's one where it's a it's a frozen one that you have to when you um, put the shadow over there, you have to be in its path and then you'll slide to the uh, to the other side because hmm. it's ice and it's slippery. Sure. And there Very was a cool. giraffe in one level and that's always fun. <laughs> but it's it's a pretty cool game and it's only five hundred points as well. I don't know how long it is. That's that's kind of why I think it's 500 points, is I have a feeling it's going to be very short, which kind of is lame. Yeah. But rounding out the rest of WiiWare, we have a sequel to uh, one of the launch titles on WiiWare. No, not Lost Winds 2. This is TV Show King 2, which I'm sure we've all been waiting for. I've been counting uh, the days. It's, it's a quiz game. Screw Castlevania. But I'm pretty sure that I was already crowned TV Show King in the first one. Are they, thre- yeah, are they no, threatening maybe, my maybe throne? Maybe it's like... It's like TV Show King 2, TV Show Harder. I don't know. TV oh. Show Prince? There can only this be one the, king is all I'm saying. No, this is the title defense mode. That can be only one. Yeah, title defense mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another release is uh, Palurikio. I have no idea how to pronounce that. But um, it's a physics-based platformer. Um, there's 50 levels. Um, apparently you control a round character named... Uh, Palerico, Riccio. I don't know how to pronounce Palari- that. Palerico. Wow, that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a tongue twister right there. Not even gonna but, um, try. Palerico. Yeah, so it's a, it's a physics based platformer. It's a it's a thousand points. Um, I haven't really heard too much about it, so neither have I. I'll say maybe it's good. We don't know. Um, and of course, the game winner is Happy Holidays Christmas, where you can decorate greeting cards and send them in messages to your friends' Wii consoles. Nice. For five bucks. That will be selling like hotcakes after this week. Or maybe yeah. not. <laughs> I, think, I think it already is no longer selling. Oh, well. I, mean, I, guess, I guess maybe they do make some money off this, because I can't imagine it's really that hard to make. Buy it cheap for next year. Yeah. There you go. And um, another WiiWare game uh, from this week is Eat, Eat. Or eat, eat, fight. Actually, uh, I, th- I think it's called eat, fat, fight. Oh yeah, it is eat, fat, fight. Yeah, yeah, eat, fat, fight. All right, all right. So it's eat, fat, fight. It's basically uh, it's a sumo wrestling game where uh, you do a bunch of mini games to change your character's appearance. 
And, uh, yeah, you use Miis. It's a sumo wrestling game. I think, I think the mini games are part of it. I think the, the rest of it's a sumo wrestling game, basically. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you do you do mini games to customize your sumo wrestler, and then you step into the ring and have a sumo wrestling fight. Um, I assume you're shaking the Wii remote like you're jerking it off. I, I think that's probably a large portion of the gameplay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's what sumo wrestlers do to gain weight. <laughs> yes. But anyway, uh, that's from Tecmo, which uh, I don't know what their WiiWare present ha- presence has been. I, I, I can't say I remember another game from Tecmo showing up on WiiWare. Listeners, feel free to correct me, or maybe I'll correct myself after the show. Um, and the final WiiWare title of the week is Rabbit's Lab, which was actually in Rabbit's Go Home. And this is just for people that just want this outside of the game, even though in the game you can export a channel that does... I, I, assume, I don't know if it's the same channel, because I think that's the Rabbit's channel, but... I mean, I don't really think this is any 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 different at all. This would be a great demo for for rabbits go home. Yeah, yeah it would. but um, this is this is the whole part where it's uh, the rabbit in the Wii remote. Yeah. So you can like you know customize them there. It's a it's a lot of fun to play with it. However, just get the damn game. The game's very good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe there will be a price drop at some point to sweeten the pot more. But right now, it's it's a very solid game. A lot a lot better than I thought it would be. Definitely not Academy of Champions. <laughs> and um, moving on to DSiWare, we have Uno. Um, and there's no no single card multiplayer in Uno, the popular card game. But there is online. And according to, I wish I knew the name in the forums, apparently the online's very good. And, um, you know, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I don't really think I'm going to rush out and buy Uno. Me neither, but nice to know it's there. Yeah, it's kind of like a safety net. I ever get cold at night. I actually uh, played the Xbox Live version of Uno more than I ever thought I would after I got it. Well, that's because I can't. Well, I take it you got a 360 around launch. Uh, no, I got mine a couple years after launch. Oh damn! Yeah, because I I got a 360 at launch and there was basically like nothing for that first year. It was like I don't even like Oblivion, but I ended up putting a lot of time into Elder Scrolls for Oblivion just because there was nothing else out. Well, I bought and the. I uh... Also, I also played Uno. Um, it was, I think this is, this is when I graduated high school, when I had that, and I remember, like, the last couple days of high school, like, um, come home from school, wouldn't really have anything to do, no really work, and go online and play Uno with a bunch of my friends, and run into a bunch of drunk people online. I bought the vision camera, and it came with that. The vision camera, like, opened up a whole new world in that game. I wasn't playing it as much when I had the vision camera, but I played a few rounds, and that just fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And I'm glad they don't use the camera in this. I have a feeling uh, there might be a reason why they don't use the camera. <laughs> Especially if I'm playing. Heyo! <laughs> Heyo! Also, we have, uh, we have a Laserdisc video game on the DSi. We have Dragon's Lair, which is, you know, it's a, it's a classic Laserdisc video game. And I don't really think there's many games out there that you can call a classic Laserdisc video game. Um, it features animation from the legendary Don Bluth. Um, it's been ported a lot, and it's cool that it's on DSi. I'm kind of curious how they got around yeah. the file size limits for this game. Yeah, yeah, uh, me too. I, I guess maybe they condensed it well. Yeah, I guess. But have you guys have you guys ever played Dragon Slayer? I, I actually never have. Long Briefly, ass time ago. Briefly, not for very long. And um, rounding out DSI, where we have the Oregon Trail, which um, brilliant, brilliant move. You yeah. got the flu. 
I know if I'm going on a trip, I will definitely be going to the Oregon Trail and try to live out the game as I'm driving somewhere. Don't get bit by snakes or get influenza or any of that. (laughs) Um, There's also Hot and Cold, a 3D hidden object adventure where players frantically search for objects and make use of hints in their hot and cold meter. (laughs) That's $8, and I can't say that seems that much fun. It's just a hide-and-go-seek game. Where's Waldo, if you will, but without Waldo. <laughs> Which, it just makes it wares, and that doesn't even sound fun. Um, there's also Hudson's uh, High Stakes Texas Hold'em, which, you know, it's it's, it's poker. Yeah. I like Hold'em, but I'll just play with real people, thanks. Yeah, that's a, I, I think it was actually, they had, on Xbox 360, once again, they had the XBLA version of some Texas Hold'em thing was free, for a time, and I remember I got it and played it, and it's just, it's, it's, I don't like playing online poker that much. I like playing with people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's just me. I'm with I, you I on that. Alone in that. You know, real There's poker is tough because they don't show you the other people's cards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's also um, My Notebook Green. Yes. Like, the thrilling, it's, it's the third in the trilogy, which I hear might be getting more, there might be a, a an original trilogy coming out soon. I think it's oh, a prequel trilogy. But... Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't even know where this fits into the timeline or the canon, but yeah. my notebook green is out, and it's going to rock our faces off. It's got the yeah. same unlockable ink colors and grid styles. And well, one of the I things that my, my notebook green has, you can, you can trade notebook pages between uh, blue and, and uh, red. <laughs> <laughs> got to write on them all. I've got you a know. page four. Do you have a page nine? <laughs> <laughs> And we also have another Sudoku game called Sudoku, Sudoku Sensei, which, um, you know, there's there's more puzzles for anyone that craves that. There's Glow Artisan, Art, Artisan, I don't know, uh, it's late, damn it, which is, uh, <laughs> I don't really know too much about this game except for, uh, is it kind of like Photo Frenzy, actually? I, I don't know anything about this game, to be perfectly honest. I think didn't you, didn't you write the weekly article with this I, in it? You know I might have. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> what does it say? Tell, tell, tell me what I wrote because I don't remember. <laughs> it says the third DSIware game is Glow Artisan from Powerhead Games. The game contains over 100 puzzles and 300 medals that you can earn. It also supports multiplayer oh. and the ability to turn your DSI photos into yeah. puzzles. Yeah, the, the the press release didn't really say what kind of puzzles they were. Um, I assume it's probably like um. You know, like if you can like a use, if you can create puzzles from the DSI camera, I assume it's just the ones where it's like different squares. I thought, like, me, isn't that? Don't thought, they have that built into the Wii? Yeah, they, they do. I've, I've done those puzzles on my Wii because I've been. Yeah. Playing. I actually kind of thought it was just sort of like it would generate puzzles, like it would actually take your photos and like kind of like kind of like you could take a barcode, make it into like a fighter on that stupid old toy. Uh, okay. That's what that's what I assumed it meant, but I guess yeah, what you're saying makes a hell of a lot more sense to be perfectly honest. Well, either way, um, you know, it's a game. Yeah. You know, I've been doing these write ups on a pretty regular basis for the last couple of months, and I can't think of the last time it didn't include a my notebook, Sudoku or Master of Illusion Express title, which, by the way, yes, is which there is list. another Master of Illusion Express title, Psychic Camera. Oh, God, it's uh, it's a trick that lets you take a photo of a friend. Oh, using the using the camera, and then you have the photo display an object that they're thinking about, such as a card or a letter or a number. It's not usually what I'm thinking about. You have yeah, to wonder no. if, like, if they have all these 
Master of Illusion Express titles lined up ready to go, or if oh, I'm sure if it, they do, or if it's possible that they could that, that one could sell so little they would stop putting them out. <laughs> like, are they going to release them regardless, or do they actually have to? Meet I have a feeling. I mean, just looking at the amount sales of criteria. DSR games that are regularly coming out. I mean, just thinking of the dearth that we had like a year ago with WiiWare and Virtual Console. This is amazing. Oh, don't now, get me I mean, wrong. It's, it's a lot of games. We, in two we, in two weeks, we had um, what nine WiiWare games or eight WiiWare games? Okay, of dubious quality, of course. But there's eight WiiWare games, and I think there's ten. 10 or 11 DSiWare games. But I think, I think here's what we're getting that we weren't getting a year ago. We're getting eight, you know, WiiWare games and eight DSiWare games that are all mostly of dubious quality, but we're also getting one or two that aren't every week. Yes. Uh, we weren't getting that like, last I mean, year. We're, we're, now we're getting Castlevania, The Adventure Rebirth. We're getting things like, like Flowerworks, which may not be yeah. awesome, but it's something different and something interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, especially if you compare, you know, WiiWare and DSiWare's output to. You know, PSN and PSP or PS3 or Xbox Live Arcade. Like, I mean, the the past year they've really stepped it up. And I think I actually, I was reading some end of the year thing. It may have been MTV Multiplayer Blog, where they said one of their disappointments was WiiWare. And I don't understand that at all. I think WiiWare has been the best downloadable platform this entire year. Yeah, I would tend to. I mean, agree. I might not say it has the best game. I mean, I've been playing Shadow Complex lately, and that's a fantastic game. However. Xbox Live Arcade, basically you have the Summer of Arcade and then nothing. And PSN, yeah. it's, too, like, there's a game a week, maybe. Yeah. No, WiiWare's we, we been, we been solid on yeah, a pretty regular I can, basis. I can, list, I can list five to ten games that came out this year that are all worth your time and money. Yeah. Although half of them are bit trip games, but still. <laughs> well, and you got Castlevania uh, Adventure Rebirth, you have Contra yeah, Rebirth. Yeah, I, I still haven't gotten Contra Rebirth. There was the Gradius Rebirth, which I didn't hear too many. Nyx I mean, Quest? I don't, I don't think I heard. Yeah, Nyx Quest Nyx is fantastic. Quest. You have... Um, the new Lost Winds. It's yeah. really, I mean, WiiWare has been great. Yeah, it really has Maybe been. not consistently week to week, but overall, like, you know, you'll have a couple weeks where a couple good games will come out, and then you'll have a week where nothing will come out. Yeah. But finishing up DSiWare, we also have Arcade Hoops Basketball, which seems to be like a very simple arcade basketball game, probably. It's an iPhone port. Origins on a cell phone or the iPhone. Um, and there's, uh, that. that's it. That's that's the uh, the only other game. And then on Virtual Console, we've had we had those two other promised Nintendo classics, Super Smash Brothers on Nintendo 64 and Pilot Wings for Super Nintendo. And we also had Ninja Gaiden the arcade version, which is which, nothing like the NES version yes. or the Xbox version. Yes. But uh I think that Ninja Gaiden arcade version was unlockable in the Xbox version. It might have been, but, yeah. I mean, it has mm-hmm. it has a little bit in common with the Ninja Gaiden on Nintendo, but it's it's still very different. Well, it's like, a lot more like like a Streets of Rage kind of game. It's a it, it's yeah. a scrolling isometric kind of brawler more than you know yeah. the like the balls to the wall platforming that was Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Super but, Smash Brothers, I find very hard to get excited about because every sequel to that game has been a replacement for the previous version more than more so yeah, than, than with other I definitely franchises agree with that. and i think they really dropped the ball with smash brothers because i think you probably would have gotten a shit ton of sales on it if you released it right before brawl yeah really and yeah, i just think that's a that's a huge missed opportunity for nintendo and it'll probably still sell well because it's a nintendo game on on the wii on yeah. virtual console and people eat that shit up but it's just i mean i know from my end like if this came out before brawl i probably would have picked it up because i was so jazzed for brawl at this point it's like Man, I want to play Smash Brothers on my Wii. Oh shit! I'll just play Brawl. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for me to go and you know break out a classic controller and play 
the original Smash Brothers, which, I mean, I can understand some people that think that Smash Brothers 64, you know, it's, it's a lot different from Melee and Brawl. Yeah. But, I don't know, I don't think it holds up as well. I think that the graphics kind of look really terrible now. It feels like it's playing most... corn syrup. Yeah, it's a slower game. It's very slow. Although I do love the Hyrule Castle level in that game. Yeah. So, yeah. That's right, that was good. But that's in Melee, too. No, it's not. No, they, they never repeated it. Yeah. Oh, okay. They never repeated it. Yeah, and, and did either of you guys play Pilot Wings Super Nintendo? I never yeah. have. It's a um, mode it's 7 been a while game, since isn't I played it? it? Yeah, it's basically a mode 7 show-off game. Um, yeah. I had some fun with it, but I can't... Honestly, nothing really stands out too much about it. But you know I what's, remember trying what's to land the plane. What's promising is that if they release the Super Nintendo version, they might go ahead and release the Nintendo 64. I hope they do, because that's, that's one of those games that I never played, and I everyone raves about it. And I'd really like to see Pilot Wings come back. I feel like it's... It's a very. It would be a very smart move to bring Pilot Wings back on Wii. Well, there aren't that many. There aren't that many first-party N64 games, and they put out a lot of them. So Pilot Wings is one yeah. of the last ones left. Well, at least ones that they can do, because kind of a lot of those rare games are tied up. Though. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And that is kind of a shame. Some of those rare games are cool. Yeah. Although Perfect Dark Xbox Live Arcade, that will that could pretty much sway which which. Which uh, downloadable service I think is the best, and <laughs> I can't wait for that damn game to come out. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't know they were releasing it on Xbox Live. Yeah, yeah. maybe uh, they'll Xbox fix Live, the they're, frame they're, rate. They are. They're supposedly, they're, I mean, the graphics are completely redone. I actually saw a video about it the other day. Nice. Maybe, maybe it'll have right Perfect Dark Zero as an unlockable. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, this is a good end of the year, and. I'm excited to see what the next couple months are going to bring on WiiWare and DSiWare. I think, um, I mean, we'll talk about this more in the 2010 preview before I'm getting ahead of myself. So uh, moving on to what you're reviewing, Zach, how about you uh, You talk about, you said you had some words about Academy of Champions? I do. I'm finished. I'm writing the review right now. I'm sick of playing it. <laughs> I've played it enough that I can review it, and I don't want to play it anymore. I don't hate it. I just don't like it. You know, I know you hate it because you had expectations going yeah. in. Yeah, I, I just... mean, I think if you didn't have expectations going in, you probably wouldn't hate it as much as as, as you would. Which is why I kind of didn't want to review it because I know that my my judgment would be so clouded. Yeah, yeah. I just find it very re- boring and kind of overly it's a, simplistic. It's a, shitty, it's a shitty soccer game. There's, yeah. there's no getting around but the, it. But the thing I wanted to say, the thing that really surprises me, is that during you know the game is divided into terms. Or months, however you want to say it, and there are 30 days in a month, and each day you do something different, and you only play soccer like four times in the month. Yeah. And the rest of the time, you're literally going through menus. Yep. You're either talking to people and listening to their stupid simish voice, or clicking through stat boosts. Like on one day, it'll say, today you're doing stat boosts, even though you can do that whenever the hell you want. Yeah. Well, you have to do it. Today. Well, the thing that I hate is that there's no like season mode or like a tournament or something. Like it's just that yeah. fucking like I when when I when I first heard about like this, you know, this this school mode, and I was like, oh, that seems pretty cool, but I didn't realize it was going to be the entire goddamn game. Right. Hmm. And I finally found some uh, Ubisoft characters. I saw the I saw the Prince of Persia, and I initially didn't recognize him. I was like, who the hell yeah. is that guy? Oh, it's he's got that the the headdress. He's the yeah. prince. Otherwise, he looks nothing like him. Well, it looks like the prince of the prince was like a soccer player. Yeah, I guess so. And he's not—he's nothing special on the on the soccer field. It's just like any other player. 
You know who's you know who's ridiculous in that game? Oh. Altair from uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh, is he? He's like God. <laughs> what on the opponent's side or on your side? Uh, on the opponent's side. So he's just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I haven't seen him yet. Maybe I'm glad. <laughs> but so, all right, let's talk about some happy things. Yes. Uh, Castlevania. Castlevania. Oh man, I downloaded that two days ago or whenever the heck it came out, and I've been playing nothing but that, and, uh, it's, um, you know, it's unfair to call it, to compare it to Castlevania the Adventure on Game Boy, because it doesn't resemble it at all, except for... Well, now, what exactly does it resemble? It resembles Rondo of Blood. As someone who hasn't really played Rondo of Blood. Okay, it, it resembles, you rem- okay, uh, let's see, you've played Castlevania 3, right? Well, like, as far as, like, Super Castlevania 4 and Castlevania 3, okay. which, like... It's more like Super kind of... Castle... It, the game style is like Super Castlevania 4. All right. But each level is so big that there are multiple paths you can take. Awesome. That's very cool. It is. So it's an old-school Castlevania game, and I love those games. I like the old-school Castlevania games more than I like the post-Symphony of Night games. I'll be I'll be honest. Like I I like to, I actually um I play, this is like my my Xbox reunion show I feel. But I played through Symphony of the Night thanks to its release on XBLA, and I mean I, I I think it's a great game, but I don't really have any urge to go back and play it again. Meanwhile, Super Castlevania Four, like I downloaded it on Virtual Console. I'll go back to that every now and then. Like I that's that's the kind of game that I like playing. And it's it's weird because I I love Metroid games and I'll replay Metroid games, but there's just something about the Castlevania Metroidvania games that just I don't like as much. Well, and maybe it's because we've been playing the same game for ten years. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's easier to pick up and play something like Castlevania Four than it is Symphony yeah. of the Night, which you know it's if you if you pick up Symphony of the Night, you know you're in for a, a good you know what twelve to fifteen hours. Of gameplay, whereas yeah. you can pick up Castlevania kind of Four, play it for an hour, and it, yeah. you know, play it for an hour, and then, and then you're done. Right. Uh, I really like the the open world Castlevania games. I played all of them except for Portrait of Ruin, which I just couldn't get into for some reason. Just ignore um, it. it but I, but I, exist. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I did grow up playing the classic Castlevanias. I, I owned all three of the NES ones, and I've beaten all three of the NES ones, even the yeah, con- like three the, a con- lot. the confounding second installment. Um, <laughs> And I, you know, the this game, I, I actually downloaded it and played it for maybe no more than about ten minutes. I just kind of wanted to get a flavor of it before I went to bed last night. Uh, and it reminded me almost kind of of um, Bloodlines for Genesis, at least in its art style. Yeah, the art style yeah. is similar to that, but more colorful. I remember Bloodlines. Yeah, yeah. I wish Bloodline, by the way, is an excellent. Man. Yeah, that is an excellent Castlevania game. By the way, if you haven't played that, make keep an eye out for it on Virtual Console because when it comes out, you're going to want to pick it up. Definitely, I like that the you know in those classic Castlevania games, the movements are very stiff, but in this one, in in Castlevania Rebirth, they're a little looser, so you feel like you have more control over over what you're doing. And I just really like the level design, and I think. You know, whoever was in charge of, of Castlevania Rebirth should be put in charge of Castlevania because they they've really got it down. <laughs> I think they I think they need to return to the, the this platforming style. Yeah, and what was was Ega involved in this? I don't think so. 
Okay. I'm not aware. I, I think, because wasn't he kind of just, like, taken away from Castlevania? You could say of Lord of Shadow, and I think he's as far away from that as, as he possibly can. I think he is. But he hasn't been, he hasn't been involved in any of the 3D games, either. Well, didn't, did he work on, uh, he worked on Castlevania Judgment, right? I think that was, uh... I don't, I don't know if he did. I think I he just... that was like his baby. I think he just gave it his blessing, and then let, oh, okay. and then let the developers ass-rape it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any real desire to see the open world ones go away, but I think WiiWare is an excellent home to like a new series of these kind of games. I, you know? I really like how the, what they're doing with the Rebirth series. Me I too. Mean, it, it seems like they're taking a page from Mega Man 9 and Capcom's strategy with that. Oh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, Co- Konami and Capcom are two companies that I would love to see continue to do this because they have a great backlog. They have, you know, the, this, these great these great 16-bit, 32-bit, 8-bit games that, you know, could use just a, a short WiiWare game. It doesn't even need to be that long. That's the thing, is that that's what WiiWare is perfect for. Like, this doesn't need to be a 20-hour experience. I, I mean, I can't, I can't no, imagine that. And, and it really, if you play through the whole game, I, I haven't gotten to the last level, but I know I'm at the second at the last level. It's probably, if you sit down and play it for an hour, hour and a half, you'll beat it. It's yeah, a short yeah. game, and, and the, the whole replay value comes from finding all these alternate paths. Um, now, is there anything that, like, marks the alternate paths? or Yeah, like, you, one of the sub-weapons the you pick up, which is just like Rondo of Blood, one of the sub-weapons is uh, uh, a key. And if you don't... Uh, okay. If, and then you can... If you don't pick up a different sub-weapon to replace it, if you hang on to that key, you can find locked doors. And uh, the lock, and then some walls are destructible that'll take you on an alternate path too. And, Very cool. And sometimes cool. the alternate path will just take you past some power-ups, but other times you'll face a a whole different mini boss. So it, cool it's That's really very cool. Neat. The only thing I don't really like about it is uh, there's no save at all. Oh, wow! Um, so and you know, WiiWare doesn't support the save state. The save state. And now, has there been any... I mean, did either of you guys play Contra Rebirth? I did not. Because no. maybe, maybe that's part of the charm of these, which I think is kind of stupid, if, if you can't save in them. That could be, but, you know, but it is a very short game. If you just sit down and say, I'm going to... If you put an hour and a half away and say, I'm going to beat this game, you can do it. And you can and you can actually go to the options menu and knock out, give yourself nine lives from three to nine lives, so you can kind of adjust the difficulty on your own. That's really cool. That's very cool. It is. I, uh, yeah, it is. I really hope they continue to put out more games like this, and, you know, with, with Capcom, we've seen the announcement of Mega Man 10, which sort of indicates they're willing to, they're willing to not, to not just put a one-off retro remake, they're willing to continue adapting, you know, games in that, in that franchise yeah. with this, with that, with this new old Everything old is new again, art style, and I hope you know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a classic Castlevania franchise sit alongside an open world Castlevania franchise. I see no reason for for, for either one to not exist. But what would have to happen first is Nintendo would have to get rid of that uh, download size limit. Yeah, <laughs> very very true. Very true. Which may never happen. Uh, well, but uh, if you like on. Castlevania, pick this game up. It is definitely worth $10. I'd pay more. If it were a retail <laughs> game, I'd pay more. Shh, I honestly shh, would. They'll hear you. <laughs> <laughs> By more, you mean 10 50 
you, you have finally gotten uh, Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Nice. I'm excited about this. It took a while. How was uh, it? it? It took a while to come in, but I finally got it just, just today in the mail. Um, well, you know, we're, we're recording this kind of late at night, so I had some time to play it before before we started recording. I only, I really only only put about an hour into it. I needed to get a flavor, uh, a flavor of the game before the Nebraska football game started tonight. Um, <laughs> and yeah, good, good shutout. Yeah, Huskers go Big Red, thirty-three <laughs> zero. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm really impressed. You know, I, I put about, an, like I said, I put about an hour into the game. I didn't get that far. I, you know, I just kind of got past the intro cutscene, and then I got basically not much further than when you get your cell phone. And your cell phone sort of acts as as your your menu. They do a good job of sort of uh, allowing you to interact with your, you know, your map and your and your inventory, so to speak, without really, you know, breaking up the flow of the game by just putting everything into your cell phone. Your cell phone is your voicemails. It's your, it's your communication with NPCs in the game. It's, it's your map. It's, it's a little bit of everything and it works pretty well. And the game, you know, the game even calls you on your phone and your phone is the speaker in your Wii remote. So I was cool. watching a cutscene with a character that I came across in a diner pretty early in the game. And, uh, the Wii remote started ringing while she was talking, and then she stopped talking, and she said, is that your phone ringing? And sure enough, <laughs> I put the, put the Wii remote up to my face, and then it stopped, and then the, my character said, oh, he hung up. Uh, which cool. I, I'm not sure what that was about exactly. I'm sure I'll figure it out later in the game, but it's kind of neat that it kind of happened off to the side, you know, on my couch, and then it was referred to immediately thereafter in the game, which was, I thought, very cool. Um, that is cool. my, my favorite thing about the game so far, and this is something that I heard talked about on a different podcast, I think the Joystick Podcast, um, when you come across things in the game for you to look at, like posters on the wall or books on a table, there's no walking up to a desk and hitting A to examine an object. Everything is just clear enough for you to read it. Um, That's cool. Like if there's a maybe for some maybe if there's like any lengthy texts I haven't found any of those yet, but if there's a poster on the wall you don't have to go up and hit A to get a closer view of it you just go up and you hit you, you shine your flashlight on it because the game basically works like a kind of like a, a, a third person shooter where your gun is a flashlight and you just constantly aim it and that's your camera and then you use the analog stick to walk so if you shine your flashlight on like a poster or or, or a TV or uh, magazine, and you just hit the hold on the, the the trigger on your remote to zoom in. You can just read it, and the cool part is that's awesome. If if you focus on it for more than a half a second, your character will actually comment on it to himself. So, like you're looking at it, and you have a thought in your head, and then all of a sudden your character echoes that thought. Like I think he saw some. He actually this ties into another point I was going to make. This is this is an, a very adult game. Uh, it earns its M. Yeah, and not even for like violence, because I, I haven't seen any violence yet. Uh, but I walked into a bathroom early in the game, and there was some writing on the wall. Um, it was a There was a, a crude drawing of a naked girl, and the, picture, and, and the text said something to the effect of a, a football team had spit-roasted this girl. And I, I stopped <laughs> wow. for a second and thought about that, and I kinda like, a, a mental image popped into my head, and I was like, oh. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> and then, oh, sure enough, as I was thinking about it, my character on the screen, like, said the name said the name of the girl that they wrote down, and he kind of laughed to himself. And <laughs> I was like, huh. He, like, he commented on it as I was thinking about it, and that's pretty cool. And he continued to do that, like, as I looked, like, you, you walk into a video store pretty early in the game, and there's, like, all kinds of fake movie posters lying around there. And whenever you shine, on your, shine your flashlight and look at one of them for a second, he'll kind of make a comment about the movie poster or something on it. And I thought that was a really, really cool touch. It, you know, it, it brings you into the environment. It doesn't interrupt the gameplay at all. It's completely optional. It kind um, of breaks the fourth wall. A little yeah. bit, a little no, bit, I've, yeah. I've heard that this game is very, like, meta, so to speak. Uh, yeah, also, speaking of the game being very adult. Yeah, how's, how's the psych profile? So, yeah, like, the, the psych profile is is weird. It kind of takes place during the, the opening cutscene where a character is being stranded in a car outside Silent Hill. And it kind of goes back and forth between this, this psych test and, um, and the cutscene. And basically, the, it, it takes the, 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 the psych test takes the uh, form of a therapist who's interviewing you as his patient for the first time, and it's first person. You're sitting in you're sitting on the couch, I guess, talking to this guy, and he hands you a, a, a piece of paper uh, that has about eight to ten questions on it. The things like um, one of the things was, "Have you ever cheated on your partner?" or um, do you do you use uh, fantasy role playing during sex? Which I thought was a particularly interesting question. I'm very curious to see how that plays into the gameplay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, questions like that, just sort of like, do you make friends easily? And questions like that. And I know I, I answered. He said he mentions that you should answer truthfully because uh, lying will get you nowhere. So I answered truthfully, and I handed him his test back. And he he looked over the test, and he said. Never cheated on a partner, huh? Is that true? And he kind of looks back at you, and the the screen indicates that you're to either shake the remote side to side to say no or nod it up and down to say yes. Wow. So sure enough, your camera you know shakes his head or nods his head, and the therapist kind of says, "Huh, interesting." And he turns back around, and, <laughs> and, and and I have no idea how any of this plays into the game yet, but I thought it was a really cool intro. Um, in the when you first turn the game on, there's actually a warning screen that says. Warning, this game uses psychological testing to alter the gameplay. It plays you as much as you play it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, the graphics in the game are phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I know I, the particle effects were of a specific uh, goodness at E3. Yeah, like, I, I haven't played Death Space Extraction, which I've also heard is very, very good. So I can't yeah, say it's, that's... It's I can't a very say, pretty game. I can't say if it's better than that or not, but I know this is probably the... This is probably the best-looking game that I've seen on the Wii. Uh, the frame rate is solid. Um, the lighting effects are very cool. Like, because you move your flashlight all over all these objects, and you know it, it seamlessly moves. It never feels it never feels artificial. There are some things that are always lit up, like televisions that are left on and neon signs, and you can shine your flashlight over them and move it back off, and it just kind of stays. You know, it, it everything feels tangible everything feels very real the frame rate is very very solid it only ever hiccuped on me when i was going through doors um which also feels very good the control in the game feels very good i'm i'm really impressed with this game if you can't tell in the hour that I've many nightmare so sequences uh is that where the town sort of frosts over yep yep that was where i stopped chase you forever. i got to the i got i got to the first one and kind of 
decided now would be a good time to stop and come back to it later because the oh, game was about to start. <laughs> um, it was pretty cool though. Like the entire town froze basically right in front of my eyes, and then my phone rang and I was told to run. And then I said, "You know what? I'm going to save it and run later." <laughs> <laughs> nah, it it, it was that very poor cool. Bastard stuck there, you asshole. One, one one feature kind of reminded me a little bit of a boy in his blob, or um, sort of also of of a feature in one of my favorite games, uh, Eco, for PS2. Um, that game features two characters that are always kind of side by side, but occasionally they get separated. And one one of the buttons on your controller is just the main character calling out for his companion uh, by a voice. Uh, and then, of course, then the, well, yeah, that. Yeah, and Blob has something similar too. But both Eco and Blob have sort of a, a call button, and and Blob has the hug button too, sort of a a button that doesn't really do anything. It really it really doesn't. But it's um, just adorable. But but it but it brings you into the game. Like it really kind of makes you you, you you hug the Blob because you feel like you want to immerse yourself more, and it helps you feel connected to these characters. And likewise, Silent Hill has uh, mapped the A button to calling out your daughter's name in the town. It doesn't do anything other than, depending on what kind of environment he's in, his voice will change. Like, if he's outside where it's windy and cold, he'll scream it out. Um, if he's inside a, a a quiet room, like facing a corner, he'll just say something like, Honey? Or, or uh, I forget her name already. It's Cheryl. Or, Cheryl, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl? Or, Cheryl, are you there? Honey? Uh, oh. It's just sort of yeah. It, it kind of adapts. It, it it adapts to the surroundings, and it it doesn't really have any real purpose that I can see yet. But they mapped it to the freaking A button, so I did it a lot, <laughs> and it never <laughs> fell out of place. It was just always him sort of trying to get his bearings and figure out where the hell his daughter is at. That's cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I know both Zach and I were kind of waiting to hear your thoughts about it and your thoughts so far. Yeah, I might have to probably going to lead me in the direction of buying it at some point. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping to get the, the get the, the review up in the next in the in the next week or so. We'll see how much time I can put in. It's the kind of game where I'm going to want to turn the lights off and kind of get into it a little bit, and we'll see how much my wife puts up with me shutting the lights off on her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, I will round out what you're reviewing with with a game that I actually posted a review up earlier this week of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles The Crystal Bearers, a.k.a. the longest damn name game in games. <laughs> but um, Crystal Bearers is kind of weird because um, it's not an RPG really at all. It's, I mean, when going into it, I heard comparisons that it's kind of like Square Enix's Zelda. And I guess that kind of works, but it's not really like Zelda at all. Yeah, it's but a weird it, it feels like it, it feels like it's it's almost like it's like it's like a sandbox game where you can just throw shit around because you, your main character Lale, who's a who's a crystal bearer, Lale, crystal bearer, Lale. That's like, a terrible <laughs> name. Yeah, but going on, Lale is he's a fail. <laughs> ah, damn it! That would have been the best abstract if I. Hell yes. <laughs> but. Alright, so so he's a crystal bearer, and, you know, his his crystal power or whatever, and his magic power is that it can levitate things. So, a lot of the gameplay in the game happens, you know, you, or, like, the combat is all picking stuff up, throwing it around, like, there's a cool thing where, like, you can, uh, kind of direct yourself around the world, 
there's different like signs, like signposts for directions of like you know like there's a garden that way, there's a castle that way, and you can pick them up, and then you'll like you know hold it above your head, and as you walk around, that'll continue to point in the direction of where you need to go. Huh. So I mean, it's got a lot of nice little touches like that, and you can interact with pretty much everything. Um, there's it's got moogles and chocobos, which which are always nice. Um, and it's actually, I mean. For, for a Final Fantasy game, I think it, it has a pretty interesting story. I mean, nothing really super unpredictable or anything, but the characters are interesting enough to hold it up over, you know, the ten hours or so that you'll put into it. Um, and the cutscene direction is pretty good, but the voice acting sounds like everyone's sleepwalking through the game. <laughs> except for a few, like, supporting characters. But the main yeah. guy, like, looks like he's about to fall asleep. Or sounds like he's about to fall asleep. Um... What's the combat yeah. like? It, you're picking shit up and throwing it around. Oh. And the con- the right. combat like isn't really that big of a part of it. It's more like, you know, kind of like exploration than actual combat. Basically like you'll have like a few like like you'll you'll find yourself in arena battles, most of which are optional and there's a good deal of this game that's optional as you know, if you do all the side quests and everything, you could put over 20 hours into it, but if you kind of just bomb your way through the story, it's you know, probably a little under 10. Hmm. But the combat, basically, you'll, like, go into, like, an arena-style battle where there's a bunch of enemies around, and you, the way you fight is by picking things up or enemies up and then throwing them at each other or throwing them at the wall. And they have a lot of cool ways that you can interact with the enemies. Like, um, you know, you could... They have, like, giant, like, oversized beetles, and if you pick up one of those beetles and throw it at another one, they'll turn into a ball. And then you could use that ball to throw out another enemy. Or, like, they have these, like... Bigger, more fearsome enemies that uh, I can't even really think of a comparison with that, how to describe them. But they'll be attacking you, and they they drastically overpower you. But you can throw like like they have like a the knight helmet on, so you can throw that down and cover their eyes. And um, they also have like a like skeleton like not like skeletons where if you if you throw them, you won't actually be able to pick them up as their bones will just collapse. And the guy's head will pop off, and if you let them give them enough time, they'll go back up and you know try to look for their head. <laughs> but you could throw like a dog bone at them, and then they'll have the dog bone on their head, and they won't be able to see anything. <laughs> Interesting. That sounds. And you fun. can even you can even inadvertently create create stronger enemies. Like if you throw three skeletons at each other, like then they'll like well if you throw two at each other, they'll start like kind of going together in like a tornado thing. And then you throw a third one, and it becomes like a three-headed skeleton that's huge and really mm. pain in the ass. It's it's weird because it's the kind of game that like I had a lot of fun with it. Like I wasn't really planning on reviewing this game. I just happened to get the I, I found the game at a GameStop a week before it came out and played through it and ended up like I really enjoyed the game. But when I like try to put when I put it into words, like it's kind of boring, but I really liked it. Like it's it's I mean it's. It's to me it's almost the very definition of a of a seven for me. In yeah. that, you know, it was a fun game, I enjoyed it, but I mean when I think about it, I'm like, well that wasn't really that great. Yeah. But it's still I mean it and it also it, it looks beautiful. Um yeah. I mean I think I, I think if Silent Hill looks as good as you say, this is probably on par par with it. Cool. It that it's got two big big, big issues, which are the camera, which is complete shit. As you spend most of the game, you know, babying it, you control it with the D-pad on the Wii Remote. You can control the camera around. Because I think I think the problem is is that, like, when it's centered behind your character, it, like, looks too high. 
so it's like too too low to the ground, so that way you don't you always have to have it tilted a little bit up. Huh. And that's just obnoxious. And also, there's no map. Ooh. Like this is a game that's all about exploration, and the map. I, I think in my review, I compared it to something that you'd find at a placemat in a diner. And <laughs> it's it's just because it's basically like you know it's just like oh look there's a castle over there. How do you get there? I don't know. The castle's just over there. Look at the map, man. The map doesn't tell me how to get there. It just says there's a castle literally right next to me. But... Like the map in uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which is yeah, really just so... a picture of the world. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, that, those, those are really the, my, my two big problems with that game. But it's it's really good. I enjoyed it. It's not great, but it's 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 good. And go. that 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 is it for what you're reviewing. And um, I guess let's go on to the 2010 preview or the 2010 preview. Which which? How are you guys gonna say 2010 or 2010? 2010. I think I'll probably say 2010. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's gonna take a while because it's not like I say 2009. I say 2009. Hmm. I think 2010 is what's gonna stick. I used to say 2009. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's start off this this preview with with the Wii, and we will talk about Nintendo's games first. Which right now, Nintendo's Wii lineup for the first quarter is Endless Ocean Two. What? That's it. Nothing else. Just Endless Ocean Two. Don't don't know where Sin and Punishment Two is. I think we talked about this last episode, so I guess we won't harp on it too long. But that's the first quarter lineup. Endless Ocean Two is coming out in February on February twenty second. But as far as Nintendo's other games, um, we got Metroid Other M, which I know, Zach, you're really excited for. We have oh, Super yeah. Mario Galaxy 2. We might have the new Zelda. I doubt it. I doubt um, it, too. I'll bet they show it uh, at E3 and then are like, it's coming next year. Yeah, and then it'll get delayed again. We got stuff like, um, we even have stuff from E3 that didn't really carry over. Zach, I don't know if you played like games like Line Attack Heroes or Span Smasher. No, I don't even know. I don't know if we're ever going to even see them again. I know Span Smasher was by R-Tune and used Motion Plus and was, was kind of cool. Um, and we also have, you know, stuff like Zengeki, whatever the hell you say it. Uh, I guess, what was it? <laughs> German uh, game. Yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the very violent game. Um, which probably won't even see released in North America. But, I mean, Nintendo's 2010 lineup, much like their uh, 2009 lineup was, is, is kind of a mystery at this point. I mean, we you know we're getting Endless Ocean 2. Are Sin and Punishment, um, Metroid Other M, or Galaxy 2, are any of them actually confirmed for 2010? Mario Galaxy 2 is. Mario well, Galaxy 2 is other, confirmed. Okay. And Metroid is too. Is it? Yeah. Is it I really? Think yeah. Metroid, as far as anything Nintendo said, it's year 2010 for Metroid. Right. Okay. Zelda's the one that hasn't... I mean, Zelda, I think it's just a lot of assumptions of saying 2010. I actually don't expect to see anything for Zelda in 2010. It seems to me like yeah. it's a very... It's a very Nintendo thing to do to show the fact that they're releasing a game one year and then not mention it for two more years. <laughs> Pikmin 3. <laughs> I yeah, don't think we're going to... I, mean, I, I, I still don't understand the absence of Sin and Punishment 2. And I mean, that's, yeah. that's one that, like, that is coming... If that's coming out in North America, it's coming out in 2010. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no bones about it. And, I mean, Metroid Other M, I, I really expect to see that come out probably early fall and I think Super Mario Galaxy 2 might wind up being their, their big Christmas game which would be weird to think that we would have we could have two holiday seasons with you it's know new Mario, Mario. Well, yeah. I'll bet your Mario Galaxy 2 comes out in the spring because at E3 they were like it's basically they, done yeah, they, said, they said it was basically done I do remember that 
And I'll bet I'll bet Metroid ends up being their end of the year game, and I'll bet Metroid is playable at E3. I I will be there. I you think Metroid's a big enough name to be their big holiday release? I don't think I don't think it is. I mean, there's definitely going to be they they have something up their sleeve. Probably the next thing, maybe it's the 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 vitality sensor. We relax or whatever oh, that's going to be. Like I mean, I think there's going to be another Wii something title that's yeah. going to come out this yeah. year. I just you know have no idea what it would be. I assume in my time with the Vitality Center the sensor, Wii but Sports I mean, we don't know. Plus. <laughs> and then we fit, we fit plus plus. I think there's going to be a new title in the Wii Blank series that no, that no one's even thought of yet. It's gonna and there's also the, three. Maybe they'll do Pikmin three. Yeah, I mean Pikmin three. Like I feel like that has to be. You know, we have to see something about that this year. But Pikmin three or isn't else... any isn't any bigger of a name than than Metroid is. Yeah. So if if but Galaxy's not true. the holiday release. And Zelda's not the holiday release, which I'm sure it won't be. Then I'm kind of curious to see what the holiday release is going to be. And yeah. I, I personally think it'll probably be, it, it, it'll be a new Wii something title that we haven't thought about yeah. yet. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just feel like there's a lot of wasted potential on Nintendo right now because, I mean, they're, I mean, I, I guess it's, it's because the money might not be in the games that appeal to us. The money are in games, even, even Wii Music, which got, I mean, it didn't sell as well as they expected. Wii Music was still a million seller, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You know, I wonder, I wonder if they'll do something, some, some big thing with Pokemon. I doubt it. We're seeing Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Yeah, that's we're true. We're going to see with Pokemon. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to think of other big, you know, big mass appeal franchises they have. Do you uh, feel like, and, do you feel like the, 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 the quiet We've seen from them over the past, I don't know, year, year and a half, is leading to anything big. Like, do you get that I impression? Really don't. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like this is this is how business is going to be, and I. It doesn't I mean, make remember sense E3 me. two years ago when they had nothing? Yeah, like yeah. that's what I don't get. I mean, I know I know they're all about these these very quick turnarounds with having games, and I guess it's working. Well, in some case, some cases it's working for them, in other cases, Excitebots, it's not working. <laughs> What's but Excitebots, I mean, Neil? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's the thing is that like I, I don't know what the development teams are doing. Like, what the hell is Retro Studios doing? Like, it would why? be nice to see uh, some inkling of a Star Fox game, a real yeah, Star Fox game, or one of their other franchises. That you know, I, I mean, I feel like with with you know the popularity of Brawl and stuff like that, you could you know make one of these games a bigger title if you if you put some effort behind it. It'd be cool to see F Zero online with customizable cars. Yeah, but it wouldn't really work that well. So, well, it works. Although, wait, 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 Mario Kart Mario was Kart, very good yeah. online. So, yeah, F Zero online would rock my world. Just anything that's not a racing game from Nintendo Online, yeah. I'm not too, not too jazzed about. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming months. Yeah, I think I, I'm very much. I don't I'm think anything's really going to heat up until E3. I really don't. Yeah, like I think, I think. I mean, I, I think Galaxy 2 and I hope Sin and Punishment 2, I think they're going to be released before E3. And other than that, I don't think we're really going to see anything from Nintendo on Wii, which is awful. Like, maybe even New Play Control Pikmin 2 or something. Yeah, there will probably be. I, I predict some more New Play Control games. Like, they might re-release... Uh, or Chibi Robo 2. Yeah, Chibi Robo would be cool, because I never played that originally. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I, like, I'd almost that. like to see New Play Control Mario Sunshine, because, I don't know. Yeah. Just because, yeah, the, yeah, the uh, well, the the jetpack could work really well with the Wii Remote, I think. Yeah, it yeah. could. Aiming but, with uh, aiming the flood with the pointer. Yeah, I I don't know. I I kind of think maybe they've they've abandoned the new play control thing. I mean, they did they didn't release Metroid 
uh, Prime yeah. and Metroid Prime I mean, 2 I just, under I that, really under that label. Because I, I liked Pikmin 2. Or I wanted, yeah. I wanted to play more of it. I never played a lot of Pikmin 2. And Chibi Robo would be another one that I would be very excited for. I would love to see them do more new play control games, but I think if they do bring Pikmin 2 over to the States, they may find a better way to do it than just releasing it like, like they did with Pikmin and Mario uh, Power yeah, Tennis. Yeah, because I, I mean, I don't know how well Metroid Prime Trilogy sold, but I'm I think making it Metroid Prime Trilogy instead of new play control makes it seem like it's a it's a new new game, if you will. Right. Right. Because I actually, I actually just, I actually just lent my copy of Metroid Prime Trilogy to one of my mom's coworkers, who I don't think really knew about like the past history of Metroid Prime. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's someone who I think he was a lapsed gamer, and he got um he got a Wii, and you know started getting into that, and you know he heard about Metroid Prime Trilogy and lo- looked into it, and I told him about it, and he didn't really have any knowledge of the history of it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a tough game to get into if you have no experience yeah. with. But I mean. I think everyone will like it. You know, you know. I, I, what I'm really interested in 2010 is details will start to emerge about the new Zelda. Yeah, and I, I don't think we're really hearing anything on that until E3. They've, they've been sure. rather clear about that. My personal prediction is I don't think we're going to hear anything about Zelda in 2010. I, think I don't think it's... we're going to really be – I think we're going to get a press release from Nintendo around March that will have their spring lineup and – that uh, my my money would be on that, including Super Mario Galaxy two and maybe Sin and Punishment two. Where do you think Metroid's Sin- gonna fall? I think Metroid's gonna be either a late summer or fall release. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be the fall release, but I think that's when it's gonna. Yeah, I can out. I can see a late summer. And and I think I think there's an off chance that Metroid Other M might get pushed to 2011. Don't but I think it would be it would I think it would be early 2011. Yeah. I mean I don't really know Team Ninja's history and if they if they are a very efficient team. I would like to see that game not get delayed, but we haven't really seen anything about it since E3, which other means that it's moving along smoothly. Didn't Trilogy and, and, and uh, Prime 3 Corruption both come out, like, August, September? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why I think I think we'll probably yeah. see Other M. If, if we see Other M in 2010, I think it'll be August or September. Yeah, I tend to agree. All right, any any final thoughts on Nintendo's Wii lineup before you move on the third parties? Sucks right mm-hmm. now. I hope it gets better. Yeah. I mean, I've been enjoying the third-party output. I mean, this fall has been very great for third parties, and uh, the the first quarter of next year shouldn't be any different. We got, you know, at the end of January, we have Tatsunoko versus Capcom and No More Heroes 2, Desperate Struggle, coming out on the same day, January 26th. Wow. Which, uh, did either of you guys play No More Heroes? I yeah, I did. I played it all the way it's, through. Yeah, I, I actually, I've not beaten it. Uh, it's uh, it's out and ready for me to, you know, go back and finally finish it. How far but, along uh, are you? That was a cool as hell game, and from everything that I've heard about No More Heroes 2 is that it is like the first one, but everything, it's it's better. Well, they like, removed the overworld entirely. The, it's, it's, yeah, it's, the, a, it's a map screen The open screen world now. is completely gone. It's just a map screen. They have these neat little, like, 8-bit mini games instead of, like, the job thing, like, single screen yeah. Collecting coconuts instead of 3D, clumsy 3D collecting coconuts, which well, I think is, is cool. And they also have, I think it's something like there's like 50 bosses this time around. I'm very curious to see what kind of storyline No More Heroes 2 has, because No More Heroes, no More Heroes 1, 1 was fucking off the wall. I, I don't know how far along you got in the game, but without spoiling too much, shit gets real in the last, like, 20 minutes <laughs> I, of that I, game. I think I'm on, like, the, the fourth or third one. So, oh, I mean, so I'm you're not even halfway close. through. 
Well, no, 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 I mean, I mean, like number three, and I think I might be number four right now. So, so I'm more than half. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Okay. I, word, so, I worded it. I worded it differently than you thought I would. The storyline takes a pretty abrupt turn in the top two battles. Um, right. To the to the point where I really don't understand exactly what. And what the sequel is going to entail. I, I know No More Heroes 2 is also going to have two other playable characters, which, I mean, I don't know the exact details of the ending, but I'm pretty sure one of the playable characters is uh, the dude, Travis's twin brother, who I think shows up at the very end. Right. And I think he's one of the playable characters, and there's also, like, some weird ninja sh- ninja chick. But from uh, from what I've heard, they don't really control too, too di- drastically different, or well, at least the, the ninja chick doesn't control too drastically different from Travis. Without without doing any detailed spoilers, here's here's what I remember from the ending of No More Heroes One. After sitting through the ending and watching it, I was distinctly convinced that they were basically showing me a satire of every every completely ridiculous anime plotline I had ever seen <laughs> in like the span of thirty seconds. That 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 <laughs> is, well, I think No More Heroes works so perfectly, and I'm I, that's why I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm now really. I plan on finishing it probably in the next week or two. Well, like, and I, I, I think it works so perfectly as a satire because yeah, um, I was playing. I was playing it. Um, my my roommate sophomore year of college. I was. I that's when I got this game. I got it like used, like a couple months after it came out, and I was playing it, and he, he he's the kind of guy that like in brawl will play as you know guys with swords because swords are cool. Yeah. <laughs> so he would just see me watching this game and be like, yo, man, that's so cool. I wish I could do that. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, yo, man, he's Travis Touchdown. Because that's like, like, I just found it brilliant because it was such a perfect satire of, like, generic, like, American kid. Yeah. That, like, and I was just like, like Red Steel too. What? He's going to like Red Steel too. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think he may, he might have, he might have gotten into Red Steel. I don't know. But. Going on, and nice segue, Zach. I'll pick that. I'll pick that thread up. Red Steel Two is also, I think, um, the rumor right now is that it's coming out in March. It's slated for Q1, and I think uh, there was something on Amazon Europe that said it was coming out at the end of March. Oh. So, I guess that game's probably uh, maybe it'll come out on my birthday. I can only the, hope. Does that game use that game uses Motion Plus, doesn't it? Yeah, it requires yeah. it. Yeah, and I mean, I know Zach. I assume you played the demo at E3, but I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited for this game. Like. I have a little bit of hesitancy after getting burned so badly on the first Red Steel, but I mean, it, it looks really cool. I think the the visual style that they have is interesting. I think the use of Motion Plus is cool. My only worry is that, like, I uh, I don't know. I feel like there's there's Motion Plus isn't perfect still, and I feel like that's really going to be shown. Like this sword play, like the entire game could could be made or broken on how Motion Plus works for the sword. Yeah. And from what I've seen so far, it's good, but there's just that, that, that worry. We haven't seen anything this ambitious with Motion Plus yet. I wonder how how much game they can get out of this concept. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely... Um, I mean, like I said, I like the visual style, I like the how they're do, how they're taking the plot, which is not following the first one, which is, is good. Yeah, they should, shouldn't call it two. They should just, like, rebrand well, it. Yeah, or like not even use, not even use red steel. Like, just come up with something else. I mean, there's no fucking blood. In the game. No, no crimson red blade. Steel. Yeah, there you go. Daikatana. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Let's Daikatana rebirth. There you go. 
But yeah, I mean, Red Steel 2, I mean, that should be a 2010 release. I mean, it was supposed to be 2009, but I think that the delay will probably, you know, do it good. Yeah. And we've also got Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Oh, so excited. I, I, I got to play, I got to play a little while ago, and yeah, that game's gonna be fantastic. It's yeah. got a, a big roster with a bunch of characters I've never seen in fighting games before. And it's just, it's crazy. It's like, kind of like, I think as brawl-like as you'll ever see a Capcom fighting game. Yeah, I played it at E3. I'm psyched. It, it, it you know, it has. It's a nice uh, in between to the technical fighting of like Marvel versus Capcom and yeah. the really light, kind of button mashy play of a Smash Bros. It, you know, it has some button combinations in it, but none of them are real hardcore. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, I mean, it, just... it's definitely a game you can just. Throw a controller at your friend who's never touched it yeah. before and have fun. Give, give, maybe give them a little bit of background, but even still, like I mean, as a game, as a as a fighting game, Neophyte, like I mean, I definitely like I, I picked up the game a little bit and I understood it a lot quicker than I do stuff like you know Marvel vs. Capcom or Street Fighter. What kind of control scheme does the game have? Does it require the classic um, controller? I think you can you can pretty much use anything. I, I play yeah, I'm pretty sure it's anything. Yeah. Does um, it does it not have this the the traditional uh, three kicks three punches? And, no, 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 no. It's more like brawl. There's a kick, oh, there's yeah. a punch, there's a jump, and then there's. But it, I, I think that the how I've played it at demos is Wii Remote Nunchuck. But I recall hearing something that it might use the Wii Remote by itself as well. But I'm not. I'm not. Don't quote me on that. That might be another game that I'm getting confused with. Seems like that game would do really well with the Classic Controller Pro. Yeah. And I think it, it uses that, and I will definitely be using my class controller pro while playing that game. Assuming it comes out by then, hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I already have my class controller pro importing. Oh, do win. you? Yes. Well. It's glorious. I play Brawl with it. Well then, <laughs> sir. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, moving on, uh, let's go to another Capcom game, which is a big release that actually seemed to have gotten delayed a little bit to sometime after March. Monster Hunter Try, yeah. which I will be honest, I don't have too much interest in this game, but I hope one of you does. You kill dragons and dinosaurs with a sword! <laughs> no, I don't and have it a looks ton of awesome. interest in the game. I mean, yeah, it looks good, and you know, I'm, I may check it out, but it seems to me it's basically like a, like a, it's a, it's a... It's a loot game. Yeah, it's a loot game. That's, yeah. what, that's, that's what I was looking for. You just go out and you kill things, and when you kill things, they give you things. And then you use those things to kill more things right. uh, that give you things that you can use to kill more things. You put uh, gems in sockets and power up your crap. Yeah, I've, I've heard it's like a, almost like a boss rush video game. Yeah. And, I, I mean, it looks it looks really good from what I've seen. And, I mean, and it's I, online, I too, isn't game. it? Yeah, it'll be online, and I think it's going to be a robust online experience. Yeah, I think I think that game's going to kick kick serious ass. I really do. Um, and I guess rattling, rattling down the list, uh, are you, either of you guys know anything or are interested in Arc Rise Fantasia, which is, I think, set for quarter one or quarter two? I don't care. No, I can't say All I right. know much about that game. Yeah, um, I won't fake that I know that much about it either. Um, that's, you know, I, well, actually, Ignition stole that one from Exceed. I was about to say it was an Exceed game, but it's right, an Ignition right, right. game now. Um, by Tri-Crescendo, uh, the guys who did Oh, no, no, no. Tri Crescendo did Fragile Dreams. Um, Farewell Ruins of the Moon, or whatever it is, which is set for March 16th. That's an Exceed game. And that's like a. It's like an adventure RPG. Uh, Tri Crescendo were the guys who did Eternal Sonata, 
which I don't oh, know if okay. I guys played. Really it was, was kind of cool. And this is more like, um, I, I've heard it's like an action RPG. I know it's out in Japan. And it uses, you know, your flashlight, um, much like you do in uh, Silent Hill, where, you know, you use cool. your uh, Wii Remote as, as the, the flashlight beam. And it's not really like a survival horror game, as in, like, there's not, like, scares or anything, but I guess there's it's atmospheric. Yeah. Um, I think I was reading something in, like, Nintendo Power where they were talking about the beginning of the game. And I, I think it could be really cool. It's one of those things, you know, post-apocalyptic world. Which those are those are all all the all all that jazz right now. Um, I, I'm definitely it's it's a game that's on my radar, and I hope to uh, find out more about it in the coming months, and hopefully it'll be pretty good when it comes out in March. You know, if you drop okay. that game, it turns into shattered memories. <laughs> yeah, those those games are cosmically linked, I guess. <laughs> um, there's also we got we got some Sega games coming out. In the the first quarter, we got Super Monkey Ball Step and Roll and Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing, which can't go wrong uh, there. Yeah, well, I mean, Super Monkey Ball. Are you guys excited? Do you guys have balance boards? Are you excited about this or no? I Not have so a much. balance board that has about an inch of dust on it. <laughs> no, I can't say I have much interest in this game at all. I don't have. I don't have. I a mean, balance board. I, I definitely. I remember when it was announced. I was really excited, and then I realized that the other Wii game on uh, the other Wii Super Monkey Ball game was absolute shit. Yes, it was. And then I got very disenfranchised and went out and dug out my copy of the Super Monkey Ball for GameCube, and there you go. Realized how great that series was. I have no faith whatsoever that Sonic can be in a decent racing game. So. Yeah. I mean, it looks like Sonic and Sega All-Stars. I know I, I, I think I played a race at E3, and it was kind of fun. And I feel like it's Sumo Digital's behind this, and I, I played uh, whatever the tennis, Sega Superstars Tennis, which, I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was anything amazing, but it was a fun little tennis game with a lot of awesome Sega nostal- nostalgia in it. And I think this will be kind of the same thing. Can't say I'll you know be the first in line to go out and buy it, but it's definitely the kind of game that I think would be, you know, Fun, Neil, maybe, because maybe cheaper fun. Because you're saying that a Sega tennis game, you could call it Sega Tennis Slam or something, and then Ubisoft will make a uh, Academy of a Champions, ca- Academy of Champions tennis. <laughs> yeah, tennis. They will be making an Academy of Champions sequel. I don't think Academy of Champions sold anything. It was on sale for a third of the price two weeks after it came out. Beautiful. <laughs> the, the, that's the Spyborgs line, my friend. Oh, yes, Spyborgs line. Which I still haven't beat. I own it. I bought it because I felt <laughs> sorry for those guys, but I sure as hell haven't beat it yet. <laughs> um, we also, I mean, as far as the uh, the the rhythm game front goes, we're gonna have Green Day Rock Band, and I assume a plethora of hero sequels, although less than there were this year. But um, are you? I, do either of you guys even give a shit about rhythm games anymore? I know. Uh, I, I, I give a shit about DLC for Rock Band 2, and I suppose yeah. DLC for Beatles Rock Band. I don't really have a lot of interest in new ones. If they made a Rock Band 3 and significantly changed the for, the, the formula, well, maybe not significantly, like they polished it a lot and added some new features, I'd probably pick it up. But, yeah, based on what's out there right now, the the current direction of music, of Rhythm games? No, not so much. I'm fine, I'm fine with just rocking my DLC every now and then. I'm learning exactly, how to play yeah. the drums on my Guitar Hero, so that's working off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess uh, before we... as we, well, Let's wrap up the Wii with WiiWare. Um, 
but first, are there any Wii console games or like Wii retail games that you guys are excited for that we didn't talk about? Well, if they actually announce a Pikmin 3, I will be the first person in line to buy it. <laughs> I love the Pikmin franchise. The, to me, the Pikmin games, both of them, as far as I'm concerned, are the best thing that, that they've done um, in a decade. On, honestly, I, I, I love this. It's the best games. new new IP, I think. Well, I mean, it's a friend, it's, a friend it's, of mine. A friend of mine got Pikmin for Christmas, and he's been playing through it. And I mean, I just forgot how great of a game that was. It's I filled it with like joy. It's pure yeah. joy. <laughs> I do really uh, like it on the new play control. Yeah. Do you have that? I actually, I, oh, I, I do. don't. I have it in the mail to me right now. I, I never <laughs> picked it up when it first came out, but I ordered it the other day. It's really good. You know, that's the first time I played a Pikmin game, and it is so charming. Yeah, I, I, I really do love the hell out of that franchise, and I'm glad to hear they're making another one. But like, like I said, they announced it like two years ago, uh, kind of. Out they of the, didn't really formally announce yeah, it. Yeah, they just kind of put Miyamoto it out was just like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> Pikmin's coming out. You know, bitch. I think it's entirely possible they weren't making it until he just said that to get them to shut up. <laughs> well, that's like yeah, how they had to like put in golf in a. Wii Sports Resort because like Miyamoto like mentioned it. It's like we could make golf, and then he went back and was like, "Guys, you got to make golf now." <laughs> they're like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, okay. he'll say something about Zelda. He'll be like, "It's all underwater." Yeah, yeah. Like, I, uh... It was just like, ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> I wanted to make Link's Crossbow Training too. What happened? <laughs> I know that's such was a gonna, weird story. It was gonna be. It was gonna be Judgment Day, man. Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Pikmin 3 is about the only thing that they, they could announce that would genuinely get me really excited. I can't think of anything else. Maybe maybe uh maybe uh, a new um lost my train of thought. Uh blah. Yeah, Pikmin 3, pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Um Zach, how about you? I assume Metroid Other M is your most wanted. Yeah, that's my game of the year. Oh man. <laughs> Without even playing. I, I don't know I, if I you were in the theater with me, but you know, Lauren, I was not. Lauren was right next to me, and I was tearing yeah. up. She was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I'm but, like, uh, so I would definitely, for the sake of saying something different, I mean, Metroid Other M is probably my most anticipated game as well, just because I'm very curious about exactly how it's going to play because we don't know much about it. But Epic Mickey looks like it's going to be really, really oh, yeah, cool. That could be yeah, cool. definitely. And that, that is set for full. And I, I mean, I just think there's there's a lot of work that's going to go into that game, and it's a Wii exclusive, like. I think that that focus is going to do very well for it. I think it's going to be a really cool game when it comes out. Neil, don't get your hopes up too high. I it, it really like Academy of Champions was the biggest letdown I've ever experienced in my entire life, and I mean nothing can really ever add up to that. Also, because you know I have to stop having faith in some shitty soccer game that Ubisoft crapped out. <laughs> no Pele. No, you know Pele yeah. probably just put his name on there. And, uh, so here, here, here's the big question: Does uh, that that often rumored, very little detail, uh, sadness survival horror game come out in 2010? Have you oh, heard about that, that one? That the black and white one. Yeah, they've been talking about it. Like the the developers have been talking about it for like three or four years now. Who are I the remember that. that yeah. It's uh, I think it's N- Nibris or Nibris. Yes. Yes. I'm I don't know. see they, screenshots they, for that. I'm intrigued. But I, yeah, they haven't really said anything about it. I think the only thing, the only question they've answered about the game in the past 12 months is, are you still actually making this game? And they said yes. 
It might go the way of Project survival Hammer. horror on Wii is is like the new fad. I mean, I know Hudson has the the calling mm-hmm. survival horror game, which I think is like a first person survival horror game. Yeah, I don't understand I mean, why they don't bring Fatal Frame Four over here. Well, because well, I think Nintendo was like, "There's problems with it," and Tecmo was like, "We ain't gonna fucking fix it." Oh, I see. <laughs> I think that's the whole story with that. Although they are working on that uh that that patch for. Fatal Frame 4 to, uh, like, I think it's like a, like a translation patch or something. Mm. Sure. I don't know too much about it. But, um, yeah, I guess, uh, let's, let's wrap up the Wii with WiiWare, which WiiWare, I mean, as we were talking about earlier, WiiWare is fucking legit now. We got, <laughs> for quarter one, we <laughs> got... legit to quit! Exactly. We got Super Meat Boy, which, um, uh, everyone check out my PC impressions of it. Um, that Ooh. game's gonna be awesome. Because it's basically, like, an old school platformer, but with a lot of like kind of like dark humor. Um, there's like it's pretty much like a who like there are a who's who of bonus characters, including Commander Video from the Bitrip series, um, Tim from Braid. I think Alien Hominid's gonna make an appearance, and they have I think like twenty like indie characters showing up. Alien Hominid, up. man, hell yeah, yeah, and it. Like that game is going to be fantastic. There's multiplayer. I think you can create stages, and it's without probably having, be like ten bucks. Without having seen really anything about this game, I'm immediately reminded of uh, Explosion Man for Xbox Live Arcade, who, tur- would... who who explodes enemies into stakes when he hits them. Yeah, nice. it's definitely. I would say it probably has that that sense of humor. But this one, it's it's very much like you you control a slab of meat and you run and jump around and you can do wall jumps and stuff. Huh. And you are a slab I mean, it's, of it's, meat? Seriously? Yes. I am Meat Boy. all about this fucking game. Wait, do you guys not even know that the story about it is that, okay, so Meat Boy's hanging out with this girl uh, who was Band-Aid Girl. It was originally a Flash game on Newgrounds. <laughs> now it's Bandage Girl to avoid, uh, you know, being sued. Sure. And then, uh, Dr. Fetus, which is a, a fetus in a jar this is getting wearing a suit and a top and hat, better. comes and steals... Uh, uh, band, bandage, bandage girl. Okay, you don't even have to say another word. I am bondless. Yeah, like, like when really, it comes like out. this game will be fantastic. And wow, like, I mean, it's two dudes working on it. And well, that explains why. That explains why the guy from Alien Hominid is going to be in there. I mean, that's basically the yeah. same story. They were they were on Newgrounds, and then they had a GameCube yep. game. Yeah, I think that's, that's where right, a lot. Yes. Of, I mean, this is a guy. The guy who's the, the, these guys are in the indie game scene. Yeah, I know. Uh, Very cool. Actually, and, uh, I highly recommend if you guys want to try something else by the guys who are working on this, try Time Fuck. It's uh, t- <laughs> it's Time F C U K, and okay. it's it's a really it's a really neat platformer. Cool. I nice. think it's over on Newgrounds. Just just do a search for it or something. I will Google um, it. Also, when we wear uh, Cave Story, should finally see release. Thank oh, God. I want this game oh, so much. So I want that game so bad. It's it's. Have you have either of you guys so played the PC version? About it. I've never played the PC. I have not. I, I just have played. Uh, play it at I E3. played a few. Yeah, I played a few minutes of the game. Um, well, not at E3, but at one of like the post E3 or something that I went to this fall, I think. But I mean, it, it just. It, I can't wait to play this. I just want to sit down for one day and just rock through this game and continue playing it for yeah, a while after that. I'm really excited, and I know Johnny's chomping at the bit to play it. Yeah, he's been he's been holding off on playing the PC version. I know. I played like the first. 20, 30 minutes of it, and then realized that I wanted to sit down and actually dedicate time to it, so I kind of stopped where I was at, but yeah, yeah I've been looking forward to this one for a while. 
Aren't they significantly also... upgrading it for the Wii? That's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's why it's taking so long. Like, they've been meticulous in it. I hope the upgrade doesn't change the art style, because the art style was one of the best parts about the game. I don't think it does so much. Good. Um, and also coming out, we have Max and the Magic Marker, which is uh, one of those kind of unknown studios that come out with a cool idea, where basically, you know, you're a kid and Magic Marker. Um, don't know too much about it, but I've, I've heard very good... There's a good buzz around it, and that's also set for quarter one. I get a good buzz when I, when I sniff Magic Markers. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and we have And Yet It Moves, um, which is another one that, you know, from a lesser-known developer, and I think that's... It's kind of like a trippy one where, like, you're almost like, uh... I think you're, like, changing the perspective of the levels and stuff like that. It's another 2D platformer. What, huh. like Super Mario... Super Paper Mario kind of thing? I think so. That could be good. Interesting. But that's another one I don't know too much about. Um, Zombie Panic in Wonderland, which... This sounds pretty good. The zombies. I think it's kind of like uh, the Little Red Riding Hood zombie barbecue or whatever that came out on DS the other year. But Zombie Panic in Wonderland, it's basically, I think you control, like, uh, Little Red Riding Hood, Alice, and someone else or something. Yeah, and yeah, And basically yeah. you just Little fuck up zombies. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the entire game, is that you play as, like, I think there's you have a choice of, like, three fairy tale classics, and you just fuck up zombies. Brilliant. Kind of cool. Brilliant. Yeah. More, please. And then we have we have Capcom's uh, WiiWare lineup, which is the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney games, which I, I on uh, the release list that Nintendo released for quarter one, it only has Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney listed for a January release. But I assume that we'll probably, I mean, all three of those games are coming to WiiWare, which is really cool because I mean, and they're in the the, the originals, right? I mean, they're yeah, yeah. not remakes. They're they're yeah, kind of the WiiWare. I think there's a few Wii controls added to it, but it's pretty much just ports of the original game. I'm excited I about guess. that, because people tell me that the first Phoenix Wright was really fantastic, but I, I never played it. It's yeah. hard to find. Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, I think that that's the other good thing about this, is that you're putting them online for digital distribution. Yeah. And uh, Mega Man 10, which I don't think we really need to talk too much about it. Oh, wait, um, I want to say one thing about it. it. Yes? I, I was flipping through Nintendo Power, and... Uh, they revealed another boss. It's Commando Man. Yes, yes, I did see that. Yeah, and he's like a big tank. He looks like a tank. Yeah. And, I mean, awesome. uh, if you guys can look at the Nintendo Power, there's a good, like, two or three page spread on uh, Mega Man 10. And there's a lot of, like, details about levels. Um, it's going to be a cool as hell game. Oh, yeah. uh, that's coming out coming out in March. And uh, it looks like the only other big WiiWare game that I can think of is... Uh, um, Rage of the Gladiator from Ghostfire Games, which is, I think, like a... Uh, I think it uses Motion Plus, actually. Oh, that'd be interesting. I haven't heard of this one. Yeah, and... Uh, I, I think it uses Motion Plus, and I think it's almost from, like, a punch-out perspective. Awesome. Well, that's cool. Very cool. This is kind of cool. Um, and moving on to DS, which is how we'll close this off as we're running long now. But on DS, uh, Nintendo's games are pretty much uh, Glory of Hercules, uh, that's coming out in January, Pokemon, Ho- Pokemon Heart Gold, Soul Silver coming out March 14th, WarioWare DIY coming out March 28th, and then there's stuff like Golden Sun DS, which I don't even know if that's coming out in 2010, we really haven't seen much of it besides a joke of an E3 demo. Oh, um, the cinematic. The next, the, the next Professor Layton game, which I really hope sees released next year. Um, are there any it, other though. Nintendo games that you guys want to see come out this year or in America at all or games that you hope to see come out on DS? 
I'd like to see a 2D Metroid game. Yeah, I mean, 2D Metroid game is... Uh, Although I guess that's coming out on the Wii, They're not doing that, yeah. Yeah. Canvas Curse 2 is my most wanted game right now. And if you're on the acclaim, I guess maybe Canvas Curse, like... I don't know why they haven't made a sequel Canvas Curse is damn good. Yes, it is. All the acclaim, I guess maybe it didn't sell as well. They needed to have more angry pictures of Kirby on the cover of things. (laughs) I'd like to see a Nintendo Lizards. That that's one of those franchises Nintendo has been dormant since you know. Like, yeah, I'm really surprised they haven't done anything with it because it sold gangbusters. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised to see a sequel to that announced at E3. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, I, in fact, I would be surprised if there wasn't some sort of revival of that franchise this year. It's 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 about the right time. But um, yeah, and. I mean, as far as uh, DS games uh, for Nintendo, I can't really think of anything else. Me neither. Yeah, I mean, comes I, to mind. I, feel, I feel like we're probably going to hear about a new portable sometime soon. I mean, maybe not right now, probably sometime next year. Like what, a I DS2 or something? Because I just feel like, the, I mean, not that, like, uh, I don't think we're going to really see anything too innovative on DSi. Besides, I mean, DSiWare, I think, is the limit of that. I don't think we're going to see... DSi exclusive games because I don't know how financially viable that is. Well, you know, and it, Nintendo needs to kind of put their money where their mouth is. I mean, it's the same thing with Motion Plus is that people are going to be scared of it until yeah, I agree. Nintendo shows them the light, I guess. Well, I yeah. hope they don't do new hardware. I think there's a lot of untapped potential on the on the DSi and on the DSiWare. You know, where, where's our virtual console for DSiWare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I I don't know why it's not here. I remember talking to someone around E3, someone talking to someone at E3 who, you know, swore that they had a friend who was working with Nintendo who showed him a video of, uh, you know, DSi Virtual Console, and uh, it didn't, it was supposed to be in the press conference, and they pulled it out at the last second, but although, I don't know how much stock I'll put into that. Although I guess I wouldn't be too surprised, because I don't, I don't think Nintendo quite knows what to do with the DS. Yeah, well, yeah I tend DS to agree. Fat, DS Lite, DSi, DS XL. Uh, I don't know, are sales lagging or something? Why do they keep pumping out these new versions? I, I do not know. I don't yeah. think we're going to see... I, I don't think we're going to hear about the next the next handheld in 2010. And the DSi is still, still a little too fresh. And I, I, I just... I don't know. I, I kind of feel like that. Yeah, like Zach said, I don't think they know what they want to do yet. And I think you know, there's there's so much rapid change in the handheld market right now, especially with the way the iPhone is really taking off. They 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 may want to wait a little bit longer and kind of just see how it plays out and get their bearings. Because uh, you know, the iPhone's done a good a, a good number on the portable gaming mindshare, even if it, it hasn't done a good number on the portable gaming uh, sales. I'm not sure if it has or not. I'm sure Apple would claim that it has, um, but the, you know, there, there's a lot of change right now in, the, in, in that in that market, and they they may want to hold off and just kind of see what happens before they jump too too fast into uh, a, a better version of the DS. Um, if they put out another handheld game system that follows the same business strategy as the DS, I think they run the risk of that business strategy being fairly obsolete within two years. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They run that they they run that risk. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but they run that risk. The way the iPhone has lowered prices on good games, 
you know, you get your Maddens and your Tiger Woods on iPhone for ten bucks. Why should we? Well, pay if you notice, they're also. I mean, speaking of Madden and Tiger Woods, I can't remember the last time there was a Tiger Woods game on DS, and I know Madden this year on DS wasn't didn't happen because I don't think uh, I actually got a quote from EA about this, and they're basically like, well, you know, we don't know what to do. We don't know what we're gonna do with Madden DS. Yeah, like well, it's it's not in our best interests to release a Madden game on DS right, right now. Cool. And I think that, yeah. in all honesty, it probably is, it's more, more worthwhile in the the portable spectrum for games like Madden that just put them on iPhone. You know, I almost wonder if like the DSi and DSXL are kind of uh, stopgap devices to uh, help fill a financial void. I feel like they're trying that they're trying to be Apple. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little and, bit. And on, on the same notion, I think Apple's trying to be like Nintendo. I think yeah. they're uh, similar similar companies that take after each other. You know, what's also interesting agree. is that, uh, um, you know, the next handheld, the iPhone has kind of set a precedent as to uh, technological advancement for a relatively cheap price. I'm not saying yeah. it's affordable, but you can afford it if you really yep. try. And Nintendo's never been one to kind of go balls out with technology. And I don't think they ever will. No, I don't no, either, I don't but I think that either. puts them in a very precarious situation in the handheld market. Well, I mean, yeah. think, about, think about the fact it's that... Not the, like the, it's that not the, like they're failing right now, though. It's still, it's still their battle to lose. Oh, sure. Think about the fact that the, fact that the, the PSP came out in, what, 05? Maybe it was... 05, ma- yeah. Yeah, 05. Yeah, I mean... I think DS came out in 04, in, like, fall of 04, and... Uh, PSP came out in spring of 05. The way technology has advanced in the last five years, I think you could probably make a a PSP quality, quality handheld yes. system without without jacking the price up too much. They don't have to make the, 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 the hardware quite so dated for the sake of keeping the price down anymore. I mean, yeah, sure. they could basically make a Nintendo... Uh, a Nintendo PSP. For? Right, you know, you know they could basically a Nintendo DSP. <laughs> you know, they could take the technology of the PSP and put their unique spin on it. Sure. And they wouldn't have to charge two hundred bucks for it because the PSP doesn't cost two hundred bucks if you buy the the, re- the the correct version. Real one, yeah. But I don't All think, right, well, but I, I don't think they're ready to do to do it yet. I think they have plenty of success. There's still plenty of. I think here's the key for me. There's still plenty of software coming out for DS. Maybe not by Nintendo, yes. but it's by third by parties. It's, it's it's not as if we're at a point now where where companies are hesitant to make software for it because it's so old. No, there's plenty of games coming out for it. I don't think Nintendo's in any hurry. It's still selling like crazy. I don't think there's any hurry for them to create the next one. I mean, there's no reason for them to need another one right now. They're not going to sure. make another one until there's a financial need for it, and there's not one. There's just and not, when they, and I don't think, and, there won't be for at least the next 12 months. And when they do feel the the shove to make a new one, I think they're going to have some hard decisions to make as to how how they want to compete with you know existing market share. I I agree. I think there's a lot of I think I think there's going to be the potential that the next handheld for Nintendo is going to be significantly different than the DS. Yeah. Maybe I agree. not in terms of the type of games they put on it, but definitely in terms of the way they distribute them, the way sure. they're priced maybe. Um just all across the board. I I I think there's a very good chance they're going to go with an Apple style touchscreen. Uh maybe not just that, but 
instead of having yeah, a stylus. I think, I think going just that would be asinine. I mean, I, no, I still... Yeah. You need to have fucking buttons. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, you if, do. but if you, but if, you, if you could choose between a touch a finger touchscreen and a stylus touchscreen on the existing oh, no, DS, no, no doubt. Yeah, I think if they made a DS with a finger touchscreen, that would be fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely, I do too. Um, and I guess uh, before we go into the third party games, I, I remembered the WiiWare game that I meant to mention, and that's uh, the next game of the BitTrip series, which is BitTrip oh. Runner. Right, right, right. Um, the name has been given out, and there was a screenshot that was actually uh, kind of leaked over at Destructoid that kind of shows like a, a 2D platformer with Commander Video. I don't know exactly how it'll play, but that's all that's known about that. Do you think but, um, after it's all said and done, they'll put out the BitTrip series on, on retail? I think that would be really cool. And I know, I mean, from talking to Alex Noisy, the guy over at Gaging Games, um, he's definitely, I mean, he's looking to do more interesting stuff with that series or even making a new series. And I think, you know, the critical acclaim that they're getting with the BitShift series, I think Gaging Games will be able to do something cool, even if, you know, it could be putting the BitShift series out in a retail package. It could be making a new series. It could be expanding to, you know, other platforms or something like that. Sure. But I think they are a company on the rise. Very good. And um, third-party DS games now, going back to where we were, I think the, the the big one for me is definitely Dragon Quest Nine. Absolutely, um, yeah. I'm really excited for that game, um, even more so because I got really into Dragon Quest Five when I when I reviewed it early last year or yeah, early this year. Um, and I know I'm really excited for Dragon Quest Nine. And I guess in the interest of time, since we are running very long, uh, do you guys have any third party DS games that you were excited for? No, oh boy, uh, Dementium Two is the only one that. Really hits me. Yeah, that, that, that's coming out in mid-February, which it's it's looking pretty promising so far. Yeah, it is. If they announce any any new Castlevania games, I'll be all over that. But they haven't done so. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't I think like they the, will. They have to let Castlevania Adventure Rebirth percolate. Yeah. They don't have to. Oh do wait, Lords of Shadow. Now they're now they're focusing on Lords of Shadow. Yeah. This is true. But I mean, that's the thing is that like I can't really think of any other. I mean, outside of what's in the quarter one thing, which. In all honesty, I, I guess I'll just rattle off some names. I mean, Dragon Quest VI uh, should also be coming out at some point. Yeah. Um, Shin Megami Tensei uh, Strange Journey is coming out in March. Infinite Space from Platinum Games is coming out in March. I don't really know much else with the DS lineup after that. And, I mean, obviously we'll still see the, the continuous stream of shovelware and licensed stuff and everything. But as far as, like, you know, bigger games, I, I feel like there was kind of this run on DS, and I, I don't really know what's next after this I mean I guess maybe that there hasn't been a time where I've looked ahead from this from this angle on DS but it's just I don't know what's coming out after that and that's that's why I mean I think there might be a, another a bigger iteration of DS on the horizon yeah I guess we'll see yeah yep. looking, looking at this third party list I can see that you know maybe, maybe they're maybe the well is finally starting to dry we'll see yeah but I mean just bring retro game challenge 2 over come on <laughs> And I guess um, on DSiWare, that's another kind of open book. There's a bunch of Nintendo games coming out in the next couple of weeks that are confirmed, but I don't know much about them. I know one of them is uh, uh, Q Games is like I guess DSiWare follow-up to DigiDrive, which has been getting it came out in Europe I think already, and it's been getting some good reviews. I'm excited to try that out. But the, the big one on DSiWare is definitely Shantae Risky's Revenge. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, set yeah. In quarter one. I got myself and, the Shantae. 
illegitimately, but still. Quite you. And see, it's the only way you'll get it, you're yeah, going to be is. able to get it. It is, without spending $200. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm very excited. It's the kind of game I, I've always wanted to play that series, and it's I It's really, really hard. Yeah, I mean, that, that was, Way Forward doesn't fuck around. I mean, did you ever play Contra 4 for DS? Oh, I God, stayed yes. away from that uh, just because of the yeah. difficulty. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard, 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 hard game. I was just listening to a Radio Free uh, Nintendo where uh, during one track, uh, Johnny was playing Contra 4 and do- used all five of his, of his lives during that one track. <laughs> <laughs> so that indicates that I would not like that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but on DSiWare, I mean, I, I've been kind of happy with the output that they've had. I mean, my only thing is that I hope there's more art-style games on the horizon, and I don't know if there are or not. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the best thing about DSiWare. Mm. But well, they, they, right, yeah, well, they, they've been putting out a lot of stuff like Master of Illusion Express and My Notebook, and but then they're coming out with good stuff. Like I mean, the, but, kind of yeah. like the Uno game, uh, the Rayman port is is really cool. Yeah, that's very Worm, cool. They have you know Bejeweled Blitz. They're getting PopCap on it. That's all. Pop Plants vs Zombies would be an excellent DSiWare game. Yeah, that, would. that would be fan- that would be amazing, actually. I'm not sure they I could pull like it they off. Would, but... I feel like that would be the kind of game they they'd be better uh, releasing in retail. Perhaps I feel like that would sell very sell Perhaps. pretty good in retail. Although they could do the same thing that they did with Bookworm and Bejeweled Blitz. Or I think it's Bejeweled Blitz. It might be Bejeweled some other nonsense. But um, <laughs> the same thing that they're doing with that they did with those is that they had a retail copy and a DSiWare version. Sure, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of like how uh, you know. Uh, the iPhone DVD has, and like, Blu-ray. The, has has the dollar version and then like the ten dollar version or whatever. Yeah, right, right. Or the free right. version and the dollar version. Well, yeah, but, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, let's 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 wrap this up. Damn it, let's. Uh, <laughs> what is your most anticipated game for 2010? Metroid. Um, if they announce it, Pikmin three. But if they don't, <laughs> Galaxy two. Yeah, I guess I guess DS and WiiWare don't really add up to uh, uh, our consoles because I mean I don't know. There's just, DS is the kind of, it's it's old reliable. I'm not really expecting too much out of it, but Wii definitely uh, there's a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah. Um, pardon, pardon our rambling. Uh, well, what's yours? What's yours, Neil? My mine mine is Metroid Other M. Hell yeah. Okay. I thought you'd yeah. say Academy of Champions too. Oh, <laughs> eat shit. <laughs> 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 but so, sorry for the long-windedness of this episode, especially near the end. Uh, it's it's getting late over on my end. Yeah, so, imagine uh, it is. I, I'm sorry. It's closing in on 2.15 right now. It's because I was late, though. Uh, it's my fault. It's it's all Zach's fault. Well, it's not all day. Zach's fault because I was watching a football game. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I, I was the one who got screwed here. But anyway. Um, <laughs> You're on winter break. Yeah, I, you can afford it. <laughs> I am on winter break, and I can afford it, but... Um, yeah, that that about wraps up our 2010 show. Um, if you have any other games that you would like to see hear us talk about, as far as games that are coming out in 2010 that we skipped over, um, you know, post write us a uh, write us in the forum thread, and uh, we'll get back to you. Know NintendoWorldReport.com. There is a website. Um, <laughs> and other than that, you know, have a great New Year. Um, you will have already had a good New Year, I hope, by the time you hear this, and um, Yay 2010. Yay 2010. Uh, let's do it. Yeah. 2010. Uh, let's do it. Bring it on. Yes. I'm ready. I'm ready. Can't get much uh, worse than us on iTunes. Review us. We like being reviewed on a star scale. Um, 
you can't give us a 9.0, but you can give us a 5 out of 5. So. Oh, yeah. Do it. It's, it's good for the soul, good for the heart. Um, see y'all next year. Uh, that that does us for uh, 2009. I got about I got about 22 hours left in 2009. I gotta gotta make it good. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Adios, folks. Happy New Year. Bye.